Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to Australia's number one daily sports news podcast, The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun week ending hit of sport for Friday, the 1st of December. Today, why it's crucial you remember the name Rachel Lee, the Netball Civil War forces players to sleep in their cars, and the Kangaroos' extra incentive to take out the AFLW Premiership. But first. In 2018, Brad Fittler stepped into the New South Wales State of Origin coaching role and finally brought an end to the Queensland dominance. Blues have won it. The series has been won by the Blues. A series win that breathed new life into the series and he did it again with the Blues in 2019. But after back-to-back series losses over the last two years to a new and improved Billy Slater coach Queensland site, Freddie has decided he has nothing left to give to his State of Origin. I'm out. So... How do you replace the laconic left-field thinking Brad Fittler? You don't. Instead, you go the other way and bring in a man with such intensity and ferocity that he actually holds the record for the most profanities ever delivered in an episode of television by an individual. Stop the game, mate. Stop the game. Stop the game if we need to. Because we're going to use him anyway. We're going to bring him off. Stop the game. Stop the game. Stop the f***ing game. Michael Maguire who once dropped 113 swear words in an episode of the West Tigers documentary Tales of Tiger Town, has officially been announced as the new coach of New South Wales. It's a real honour, obviously, um, yeah, to be um, appointed as the uh, coach for New South Wales. Um, well, I guess as a young kid, I've uh, grown up dreaming of you know, wanting to play for New South Wales. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, the career has cut a little bit short, so I, uh, I went the coaching route, um, and I've been very fortunate to... Um, Cross paths with many great coaches and helped me along the way to uh, you know, find the success across, uh, I guess, my coaching career. But uh, you know, I, I find you know, just the opportunity to, to think that I'm actually coaching New South Wales, I am pinching myself. Madge coached the South Sydney Rabbitohs to a famous NRL premiership in 2014 and most recently guided New Zealand to an historic 30-0 win over Australia in the final of the Pacific Cup. And in his new role with the Blues, he's made it clear that reputations won't matter as much as simply... How well are you playing? I'm big on form. You know, I look at, you know, the biggest thing I'll say to each of the players I can say this is, is just go and play the best footy you can play because that's going to play a part in where we go as a group. Um, you know, when you've got people in really good form and they're coming into camp, you know, with a real positive mindset about how they want to do things, well, I'm, I'm, I go after those players uh, and I'm looking forward to, you know, just letting the players go and play now and I'll obviously have the discussions to be able to find ideas around what's going to best work for New South Wales and the squad. Um, but I'm also going to say to them, is just go and play. Just go and enjoy doing what you're doing and get your bodies right. And when the time comes, you know, we have to pick a time. Game one of the 2024 State of Origin Series will take place on the 5th of June in Sydney next year. It's time to play... Remember this name! And the name to remember is Rachel Lee. That is a final birdie for Rachel Lee. And she takes the lead on her own with a couple to finish off her day. As day two of the Australian Open of Golf gets underway in Sydney today, the player everyone is chasing in the women's field is a 16-year-old Rachel Lee. Lee, who only qualified for the tournament on Monday, is currently in year 10 at Endeavour Sports High in Sydney. And while golf is obviously a strength, punctuality is not. I'm so sorry I'm late. Lee got her tee time wrong for the opening round by 10 minutes and almost missed her start time, but thankfully she didn't. And while the rush might have flustered others, Lee took it in her stride and went out and shot a first round low score of 67, giving her the joint lead of the tournament alongside American Jenny Shin. Isn't that a funny name, huh? Huh? 
Shin and Lee are at six under heading into today's round two and there is only one thing better than a school kid leading Australia's most prestigious golf tournament. It's that her mum is her caddy. How was it having your mum out there with you? It was nice. She was really supportive and teamwork was good. Beautiful. All right, well, congratulations again, Rachel, and good luck for tomorrow. Thank you. All of us just want to be able to um, move forward with what we think is fair and reasonable for our player group. We want to feel like we're, we're valued. We want to feel like we're respected and listened to and, um, yeah, hopefully um, tomorrow when um, we're in the room we'll be able to um, get something done for our players. Sorry, excuse me. Aussie Diamonds defender Joe Weston, who is the president of the Australian Netball Players Association, was brought to tears yesterday while speaking to the media about the situation the game finds itself in. The players and the governing body continue to be at odds over a new pay deal, which, according to the ANPA chief executive Catherine Harvey-Williams, has resulted in some players being forced to sleep in their cars. That's insane! But, 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 but! It's true. The playing group has now gone nine weeks without payment from the governing body and Harvey Williams believes that while many players are struggling with the emotional toll the situation is taking, for others it's much more dire being forced to move back in with their parents or into the car. That can't be comfortable. I'm sure it's not, but Netball Australia CEO Kelly Ryan still remains upbeat that the two parties will find some common ground. We again invited AMPA to the, to the, or the Play Association to the table again tomorrow um, and they've accepted that invitation to right. keep talking about the remaining issues, um, which do remain to be uh, major issues, but obviously you know, we're trying to weigh up the financial um, balance for the whole sport in conjunction with the amount that we can continue to pay the players. Um, and we're hopeful with a bit of compromise on, on both sides and again just continuing some really positive discussions We'll be able to find a way through this. We'll wait and see, Kel. This weekend, it's a fiesta of women's sporting action. Tomorrow, the Adelaide Strikers and Brisbane Heat will battle it out for WBBL glory at the Adelaide Oval. And on Sunday, the North Melbourne Kangaroos and Brisbane Lions will fight for the AFLW Premiership. Let's get it on! The Brisbane Lions are into their fifth AFLW Grand Final and will be hoping to add a second Premiership to their tally. But to the Kangaroos, it's a first visit to the big dance, and, as if they needed it, they've been given some added incentive to win. Siegel was the target. He ends up with the ball, and he might end up with a goal in his 200th. He got that working back perfectly. Celebrate in your 200th, Jack. Jack Zebel, the recently retired captain of the men's Kangaroos team, has been named as the presenter of the Premiership Cup, should the Kangaroos prevail. Zebel called it quits after 280 senior games for North Melbourne and also spent time as a development coach with the women's side this season. Zebel was savagely attacked by three men on the night after his final AFL game before retirement, which left him with significant facial injuries. Zebel has been working back to full recovery and no doubt presenting the trophy this weekend would put a pep in his step. It's full of energy. Meanwhile, if the Lions take out the trophy, their former Premiership captain Emma Zielke will be the one who gets to hand the silverware over. That is your fast, fun, week-ending hit of sport for today. I'm Liam Funning, and enjoy your weekend, and we'll catch you Monday here on The Scorecard.